Here's what's coming up on today's show. You could find information all day long. You just get overwhelmed with it. So you just got to go what's the best fit for you. And again, a personality fit if you do work with that advisor. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Hello and welcome into Perfect Game Retirement alongside Ryan Ledden, President and Financial Coach over at Black Oak Asset Management. I am Ben George. Ryan, you ever procrastinate? Were you a procrastinator growing up much? Or now, I guess, even? <sighs> Not really. I mean, we all have those faults, especially when it comes to schoolwork. And I know with my CFP training stuff, yeah, hmm. I, I do. <laughs> I think this last class that I took, uh, I think I got an extension on it maybe twice. <laughs> you can get a one-month extension on it. And I think I did that. So yeah, we're, we're all guilty of it. I tr- definitely try not to, because if you do, it just adds up. Yeah, so that's what we want to talk about today. Is just we all do it. We're all aware of that, but procrastination can really harm your future financially if you don't get some things in order. So we're going to go through some areas and some excuses that people typically have for why they procrastinate, and we'll talk about why it's dangerous, and and then we'll also talk about how you can overcome it as well. We'll give you some answers and some solutions to those uh, to those issues if you are finding yourself falling behind a little bit. So should be a good show today. Also encourage you to check out blackoakam.com. You can schedule your retirement coach 360 session online now. If you have any questions for Ryan about what we talked today or anything on your mind or just want to get your plan started, you can always do so at blackoakam.com. All right, Ryan, let's jump in um, and go through this. I've got six different excuses I think you hear or have heard these at some point uh, through your years of working with people. Uh, first one, though, uh, my parents never really did any retirement planning. Everything seemed to work out fine for them, so I'm sure things will be fine for me too. Yeah, you don't hear this quite as much, but it is it is common because our retirement, I say our retirement, you know, I'm a mid-40s guy, so I guess I'm a generation Xer. Uh, so with parents like my father that I've mentioned in here before, he's a pension and social security guy. Uh, as far as income goes. And then if he wants to, you know, have any more, it's whatever investments that he had. Well, you know, when you know you have a pension coming, it takes a little bit of the stress, if you if you will, of investing. Well, generations like my dad, who's a baby boomer and even preceding generations, it was, you know, work for a company for 40 years, receive a pension, and you collect that the rest of your life. You know, there wasn't a huge amount of stress to to, to save, plus longevity from people just living longer and staying healthy and uh, modern medicine, keeping people alive much, much, much longer. You know, people collected social security for such a short period of time. Well, that's completely different now too. People are collecting at 20, 30 plus years. And, you know, it's, it's something they have never, they didn't have to worry about. So now, I mean, I really do think if, if people don't start saving, there's going to be a, I don't know if I like to use the word crisis, but retirement crisis that people may have to work longer than they think because they're not doing a good job of saving and knowing how much retirement actually costs. I, I have a lot of people who want to retire early, which is awesome, but that means that pot of gold that you save is going to have to be much, much larger to sustain uh, and not run out of money one day. So because we just live so much longer now and each generation, it, it kind of seems like it continues to get uh, longer and longer. So 
for, for generations that are that late baby boomer and younger, you have, you have to make a plan. You have to start investing because there is so few pensions left out there. If you get one, if you're listening to this, good for you. That's great. I have plenty of, of clients who still do because they're government workers, but you can't rely on that anymore because pensions can go away too. Um, you know, those, those can be scary and, and go away and you were supposed to get this and you no longer get that. Or maybe you don't have a cost of living adjustment in there. Okay, that's going to, especially times right now, people who are on fixed income, you don't think they're hurting right now? They absolutely are because of how how high inflation is running. So you, you can't use that as an excuse just because your parents, maybe they did and you just didn't realize it. Maybe it wasn't a topic of conversation, but whatever your, your parents did or did not do, you have to. Yeah, I just think back to a couple episodes ago, we did the show, you know, why retirement planning ain't what it used to be. And it really mm -hmm. dives in a lot of these things in even more detail. So if this is something that kind of piqued your interest a little bit, go back it's a couple episodes ago and check that out. Because we really get into things that have changed and why just because your parents did it one way doesn't necessarily apply to yourself either. So that's a good reminder there. All right. Um, another one that's very common for people for the just don't get their planning started. Is they just don't know who to listen to, Ryan? Whether it be an advisor, they just don't know how to find one. They don't know what to look for, or you know, they're they're listening to everybody online or on TV hmm. or on you know, on the web, whatever it is. There's just so much out there. Where do I start? Sometimes. Yes, it's it's too much information. Almost, uh, it's info. Uh, it's just what is what is right for you. And there's so many blanket advice out there, and you know, some good, some bad, but. It's kind of you know paralysis by analysis. You 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 sit here and digest all this information, and you can find anything good and or bad about a certain investment strategy or a stock or an annuity or life insurance. I mean, you name it, you can find if you <laughs> if you go down that hole deep enough, you're you're going to be able to find something that either fits your narrative of what you believe in or fits your narrative of what you think is bad, and. My personal opinion, I don't think there is a bad out there. It's just what's a fit. If you know, certain strategy may be good for one person, but completely wrong for another. But yeah, there's so many talking heads out there. People are are starving for our attention, which our attention is really short spanded now. But they're starving for that, and then they they need to grab your attention. So it's a headline here, or oh gosh, I, you know, you click here, so it's clickbait. How many people can we get to come to our website and read the first paragraph and then move on? Because <laughs> that's usually what people do. They don't they don't kind of dive deeper into what they are trying to look for and to find out about. So who don't know who to listen to? Again, kind of biased because we're, we're Dave Ramsey advisors, but there's a lot of people out there like Dave who talks to masses of, of people, but he 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 does talk um, specifics. Again, he's, he's mainly, uh, you know, his baby steps, but there's those are more like principles and pillars. So those are those are hard to argue. Now, you know, the order in which you do things and the sequence that could be a little bit different and it, it may uh, not fit what you are trying to do, but it's hard to argue if they're right or wrong uh, when it comes to principles and, and pillars of finance like he like he talks about. Now, again, when you start, that's why he has advisors like us. That's why he has endorsed local providers like CPAs and other people like that to help people with your specific situation. So not knowing who to listen to, yeah, it, it's, it's overwhelming. There's a lot of information. Some people can do this on their own. 
Some people, it's like another language. So, you know, they may sit down with an advisor and say, okay, I like what this person says and let's sit down with another advisor and they may say, well, I kind of like what they say too. So it's, it's, it's tough uh, to know what to go with, but a lot of it is a personality fit. If you kind of jive with that individual, um, you know, there's a lot of good advisors out there, but it's, you know, transparency, clarity, uh, education, coaching. That's why we kind of talk about the education and coaching part, because that's a big part of it because you need to know what you are invested in and what strategy you're going with, not just, Hey, you know, as an advisor, give me your money and you know, we'll, we'll invest it for you. Don't worry about it. There needs to be an education process involved. So knowing who to listen to, it's more of a comfort thing, but, uh, you, you could find information all day long. You just get overwhelmed with it. So you just got to go what's the best fit for you. And again, a personality fit if you do work with that advisor. Well, if you want to get Ryan's opinion or just get to know him a little bit better, you can always start by visiting blackoakam.com, schedule your retirement coach, 360 session there, or jot down this number as well, 470-508-0508. All right. What about the people, Ryan, that use the excuse that financial stuff just stresses them out? And I'm sure there's a lot of people that just aren't comfortable with money. Maybe it's how they were raised, whatever the reason is, but they just keep putting things off because it just stresses them out. Yeah, I mean, this is the, you know, I have the picture in my head of, you know, with your head in the sand. I mean, that's that's kind of what this this excuse is, is, oh, gosh, this stresses me out. So it's just easier not to deal with it. And that's with a lot of things in our lives. But this has to be addressed because finances, money, debt, investments, income, whatever, that involves everybody. Uh, and again, I think a lot of it goes back to our education system. I think it falls very, very short of what we know and what we don't know when it comes to finances, but there are many people that this doesn't quote unquote interest them or they don't understand it. It's just, they can have their time better suited somewhere else, which if you're that person, then okay, that's where you probably need to hire uh, an expert. So just not, not addressing it, stress, being stressed out about it. It's you can't do it. Or if you, if you do take that approach, it's just going to continue to get worse and worse and worse and worse. So that's why going through, you know, financial peace university that a lot of uh, people have not clients that I've necessarily worked with. There's some that have, but just doing teaching that on, on the side, uh, at my church is that's a great foundation to, to deal with this stuff. It can be stressful, but to communicate, if it is a spouse that you're working with here uh, to communicate, that is the biggest thing is the communication thing, communicate. And that's where it becomes less stressful because you're talking about it and you're actually addressing it. Then actually going in, if you want to see an advisor uh, met with a, a, a couple, a few days ago, same thing. This has been on our radar. This has been on our radar. And, you know, finally we just had to come in make an appointment. That's the biggest hurdle is just, going to see someone, it, it can be an intimidating process. And we realize that and talking about money is a very, um, sensitive private topic and, and not a lot of people like to openly discuss their, their finances, but starting that, getting the ball rolling with that. And if you do work with someone making that, um, you know, making that commitment to work with an advisor, then start opening accounts, building in that discipline to start saving, once that is over with, it is, it is, it's a whole lot easier, but it's just, you know, it's, it's doing those initial hurdles or those initial hoops to jump through that you got to do. Yeah, no question. All right. How about this one? I'm too busy, Ryan. I know we all look for ways to, to carve out extra time for ourselves, but what about the people that are just too busy to, to actually start this process? Yeah, this is probably my pet peeve excuse. Everybody is. So let's just move past that. <laughs> 
everybody's busy. Everybody's got things going on. Uh, we're just a busier, busier society with, um, again, everything happened at the snap of a finger, it seems like. So everybody's busy. We're pulled in 10 million different directions. Our kids have activities and, you know, all day long, it feels like. And so being too busy, it's, it just has to be a priority because you do stuff, quote unquote stuff, and you just make those things priorities. So it just, it just has to become a priority. So there's really not going to harp on this one too much. There's just really no excuse. It's just figure out a time and do it. Take, take a lunch, lunch break, uh, to go meet with an advisor or take a half day, do something, but there's no reason to, to not get this done. And to say I'm too busy, it's, um, it's lame. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count that as an as an reason why. So procrastination. No, you're not too busy. Everybody's busy. Yeah, no question. All right, a couple more here as we're talking about procrastination and how it can hurt your financial future. This one kind of ties into I don't know who to listen to, but I don't know where to start. And and this could be you know looking for information online. Hey, what's the best thing for me to, to do to begin my financial planning? You might find a thousand different answers, right? So how do you figure out where to start? Yeah, that's, this is a good one. It, this, and it does kind of play into um, kind of what you said, the, the previous previous point of procrastination, but don't know where to start. And again, just a lot of people, like we said, like I said before, we get a lot of leads from the Ramsey site. Well, that's kind of a, okay, some people Google search, finding a financial advisor or people who are Dave Ramsey listeners know that Dave kind of plugs, hey, go to my website. If you need an advisor, you know, punch in your name, zip code, and then you'll get a, a list of advisors to choose from. Well, that's a that's a start. That's where, that's a, an initial start for a lot of people putting their information in. Even that's still intimidating because obviously we reach out to people along with two, three, four other advisors. So that part can get overwhelming. So some people who don't know where to start and they put their information in and they get contacted by five advisors, then it's like, you know, then they pump the brakes again. Oh, I don't know how to listen to, you know, I got five people trying to call me and set. Anyway, so it, it's a start. Obviously, that's our job to follow up with people because they have raised their hand and shown interest. But that's a good place to start having conversations. Normally, we start with a 15 minute phone call. That's how we start the, the process is just, hey, let's just chat. I, I don't know where you're at. Um, you know, what situation you're in, what, what you're trying to do. Same thing. They don't know how we work, operate, because there's so many different ways in this business to, to work with people. So that's an initial start, do a phone call. And then if it goes well, then we do have an in-person meeting after that. So that's kind of step uh, two, if you will. So phone call first, uh, in-person meeting, but still there, no one signs paperwork on the first, uh, first meeting. It's more of an in-depth conversation of the first 15 minute phone call is essentially what that is. And you kind of get a pretty good idea if, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing eye to eye with this person. So yeah, let's, let's hire this advisor, but it gives them the opportunity to meet with other people too, because you just, you want to do that. You want to meet with as many people as possible. Maybe not too many, cause that can get overwhelming, but you definitely want to have a um, selection process there. So that's kind of where to start. And then once you select an advisor, then it's a whole lot easier to know the like the nuts and bolts of, okay, here's what I need to do. Here's what I need to save. Here's what I'm doing now. If I keep doing what I'm doing and add this per month, what does this look like in retirement? That's where you start coming up with the plan that is that is right for the individual. But 
just taking that initial steps, I know it can be daunting and a little bit intimidating. And a lot of people, we, we get names from the Ramsey site. We don't ever hear from them. Like they don't answer. They never um, answer emails, nothing. But it may be a year from now. It may be a year and a half from now. They may have gone to the website too quickly. Man, maybe I don't need an advisor yet. But if you stay in contact with them, then when that time is right, uh, then then we're there to to be able to schedule that 15 minute phone call with people. But just taking that initial step can be very intimidating. But once you once you get over that huge hurdle, it's a lot easier after that. All right, one more here on our list. I'm a perfectionist. I don't know that I'll ever achieve that with a constantly shifting financial plan. So for people that want it to be perfect all the time, well, how do you address that? Yeah, I mean, if I was not in this business, I probably fall into that category. Um, and, and I do sometimes in my, in my business and how I run my business. So everything's got to be, you know, from a marketing and everything's got to be perfectly laid out before we release it, launch it, whatever it's. And I've heard Rams, I've gone to a bunch of his uh, trainings as far as a business owner goes. And it's like, just get, get things out, do it, do it, do it, do it. And you can make adjustments and changes along the way. And it's a hundred percent 100% accurate, 100% truth. Um, you know, you may have a typo or something in there like, okay, fix it and then, you know, send it back out again. But that's the same thing with a financial plan. I mean, gosh, you see the market changing every single day. I mean, it's it's been not doing well this year, but it's kind of settled a little bit, if you will, at least from the short term. I'm not, you know, I'm not a prognosticator. I don't have my crystal ball sitting in front of me, but, and it's had some good days. You've seen some upticks and, and that's just the market. It just stinks when you're going through it. So just like the market, your financial plan is going to change. Uh, obviously, the previous two years, a lot of the numbers uh, that we have done financial plans for people like that, those numbers were much, much higher. It's like, whoa, that's great. Um, you know, we weren't expecting a, a higher rate of return. Than this sometimes we have a rate of return baked in, and then anything above that is, wow, that's this this is great. This is just kind of gravy than that what we were not planning for, but. You're going to have those years where it goes down maybe more than you projected. And so we have to make a plan for that. So it's constantly going to change. Just accept it, swallow it. It's just going to, it is what it is. Uh, so if you're a perfectionist, I get it. That's kind of where I fall in line, but you're not going to get everything right. And these things are constantly shifting because there is one certainty and it has changed. So an unexpected death or an, uh, an inheritance or, um, you know, just life happens, um, a, a financial emergency, losing a job, it's constant. So just roll with the punches, but that's where bouncing these ideas off an advisor and changing your plan so you can see it in front of you going, okay, this is not what we expected, but let's make an adjustment, let's make a plan and, and roll with it. So I get number six. I, I do get the being a perfectionist, but you just have to roll. Yeah. Good advice. Just got to kind of roll with the punches with life and in every aspect. So no matter where you are though, Ryan, I think whatever your excuse is, whatever you're, whatever it's causing you to put off this financial planning, I think the bottom line though, to kind of wrap this up is that wherever you are, it's not too late to begin. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's, again, keep using Dave as an example, but he, he I've heard him say this stuff and talk about it constantly. You know, he uses examples of uh, people who were later in life who, you know, um, one that sticks out of my mind is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, the Colonel didn't really start doing that till I think late 60s. I mean, there's just so many different examples, but it is. I mean, you, you can't say, oh, I'm, you know, 50-something, 60-something. I can't. You, you, you have to do something. You got to start at, at, at any time. 
obviously the younger, the easier, but um, there, there is no, uh, it's never too late. All right, well, if you're looking for a place to start, blackoakam.com, schedule a retirement coach 360 session online there, and you can get that process started. Plus, you can find every podcast we do and other great financial planning resources. All right, let's go to the mailbag. I got a question that came in this week from Jim in Atlanta. It says, I want to save more for retirement than what I'm allowed to put in my 401k. Where's the best place to put that money? So, I mean, Jim, good question. There are several. Um, and again, the, this is a very specific question, but there are lots of people who do uh, max out their 401k and it because obviously there may be higher income individuals and maybe they max it out early in the year and they then they're like, okay, well, my contributions aren't coming to my 401k anymore. Where can I put this money? So there's a lot of what ifs or it depends. Obviously, there's still Roth IRAs you can contribute to, but Jim, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit speculating here, but if you're maxing out your 401k, um, you may fall over income uh, thresholds for contributing to a Roth IRA. So it depends on if you're a single filer or a married filing jointly. So there are some income restrictions on being able to contribute to a Roth IRA. Um, you know, there's always, you still can open investment accounts. Uh, you can open just a brokerage account, Jim, uh, either in your name or you and your spouse name. And that's an investment account that you can really use for anything. And there's no income thresholds with that. There's no limits on how much you can put in there. It's just, a, I kind of call it a big slush fund. You know, you have your emergency fund. It's boring. It sits there in a savings account. I know it doesn't earn hardly anything, which it's actually starting to earn a little bit more as interest rates go up. But that's emergency fund. But you can do an investment account and you can use it really for uh, anything. Now, you know, there's some tax implications with a brokerage account, depending on taking the money out when you do gains, losses, obviously, Taxes are not not my uh, area of uh, expertise, but we know enough about them to kind of know how they work. But in a brokerage account, it's not tax sheltered like a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA or like your 401k. Um, so, you know, that's a great place to put it. It depends on your situation, but it it is a good place to park extra funds. And again, you can use it for anything, Jim. And I'm not sure what stage your life you're in. If you got kids uh, who you know, you're going to pay for weddings one day or a car down the road or retirement. This is, you can use this fund, uh, this account for really any of those. So, uh, Jim, I, you know, sit down with your advisor and come up with a plan on that. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of the Roth IRA, but you may not qualify. You may make too much money, but uh, again, depends on how much money you do make, but that brokerage account is a good, good place to start. There's others, but uh, that's kind of the next in the pecking order if I, you know, kind of read your question right. I appreciate that question, Jim. Hopefully that feedback helps. You can always call Ryan if you want to follow up, 470-508-0508. All right, let's close it out with a little getting to know you question for Ryan. This one a little more personal this week, Ryan. Uh, who is your oldest friend? My oldest friend. Okay, I'm going to date myself a little bit. So I'm coming up on 45. Um, gosh, let me think of childhood friends because i've kind of lived in this area for a long period of time mm -hmm. yeah i i do uh jason is his name um and i think jason listens to these uh, a pretty good bit so jason's a dear friend of mine jason and i i think started playing football together at seven years old i uh, went to the same elementary school and we're steer, still uh, dear friends to this day so that's probably i mean i'm acquaintances maybe with people that were 
that I knew before then. But as far as you know, good friend, I would probably say Jason is uh, is the guy that I've kind of known the longest and. You know, we have we have phases of life where you know we we didn't see or talk as much as we did because just again phase of life. But now we've kind of circled back around and good friends. And uh, so yeah, I would say uh, Jay Bird. You know who you are out there. Uh, Jason is is probably uh, my oldest friend. Yeah, it's awesome. You really appreciate those relationships over time, don't you? Um, you don't you don't really appreciate them when you're younger, but as you get older. It's, it's great that you circle back on that. So that's cool. All right, yeah, Jay. you do. I mean, it, but also too, it's like, you know, if you had, I mean, I talk to him frequently now, but you know, if you have a, a year or two or five and you just, then you reach back out and you just pick up, you know, there's like, you pick up where, right where you left off. So there's no like gap in the friendship, even though there was a gap in time. Right. Well, we appreciate you listening, Jay Bird, if you are listening to this episode. But uh, thanks to you for sharing, as always, Ryan. All right, we'll get out of here on that note. Again, if you're a procrastinator, know that you're not alone. We all do it in, in some aspect of life. But if you're doing it with your finances, you want to get that buttoned up. Sit down with someone. If you want to start with Ryan, you can always do that by visiting blackoakam.com. Again, he is one of the Dame, Dave Ramsey Smart Investor Pros. So if you want to connect with him, just take that step. That's the bottom line. Hopefully, this episode will help push you to that. Ryan, thanks for the insight today, as always, and we'll catch up soon. Enjoyed it. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledner, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.